There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Fifteen years ago today, on November 4th, 2008, Barack Obama was elected the first black president in American history. I spoke to actors Parker Sawyers and Tika Sumter about playing Barack and Michelle Obama in the indie romance South Side With You, which was nominated for the top prize at Sundance in 2016. Parker Sawyers? who plays Barack Obama, and... Tika Sumter. Who plays Michelle Obama in the hit indie movie called Southside With You. Guys, thanks so much for taking the time. This is this is awesome. Thank you for having Thank us. You for, thanks for having us. <laughs> so yeah, well, let's just go one by one. What sort of the, so, sort of preparation do you have to do? Obviously, we're all familiar with Michelle Obama. We've seen her speak and everything. But what sort of preparation did you have to do? I know you were involved with sort of the production side, yeah. too. So how did that sort of go down? So the production side, I, after I read the synopsis, I thought, okay, whoever wrote this is brilliant, which is Richard Tanney. And I had lunch with him he explained his vision to me and he's like but it's not written I'm like write it write the script I was calling him like every two weeks mate like did you write it asking him did you write it and finally he wrote it and I was like I was blown away and then I just got the ball rolling on it with my agency and all that stuff but then once you know it was actually happening and I was like oh my god I'm playing Michelle Obama or Michelle Robinson at the time Um, it's overwhelming, but also on the other hand, there's no video of her at that age. So I got to create her, but also her brother's book, Game of Character, really informed me about who she is and who she was during that time and, uh, character wise, family wise and all that. And then I also watched tape of her, well, video of her now speaking to graduate students. Mm -hmm. Um, she's just so lively and chill and her accessible in herself and um and then i also picked up you know some of her uh, like her the way she moves her hand to her chest and definitely got a voice coach for the way she you know her mm-hmm. she she talks and things like that so yeah it was a lot of preparation for this a yeah. lot yeah. yeah 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 okay for you sir um i know uh, but for our listeners that, that weren't here before we started rolling this guy was still sort of doing the imitation he says he can't kick some of the you know some of the inflections and things so uh <laughs> how did you go about uh you know mastering the the president's speech patterns and the like oh that's right uh now it's not so much an imitation but it's <laughs> part of who i am no but um is it pauses is it you know is it it is. It's, it's the pauses. It's the. It's sort of a sing-songy sort of way, and uh, that sort of pause when he's thinking, and it goes to the back of the throat, and he cuts off words at the end of the sentence. That sort of thing, and it goes down at the end of the sentence. So yeah, um, I, I prepared by watching videos of him online, of when he's 29 to 33 years old, just so I could get 
some sort of sense of how he was back then, which is quite similar to how he is now. Um, and then I read, uh, dream, reread Dreams uh, from My Father and Audacity of Hope, um, just to really get inside like uh, his childhood and the way he thinks and his, his thought process. And then I dropped all of that and, <laughs> and then just played Tatika, uh, to Michelle, rather, uh, on the screen. Nice. Or rather, in front, in front of the camera. In yeah. front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not a play. You both, yeah, maybe it could be one day. You, know. <laughs> um, you guys both mentioned um, that you, you read sort of books and biographies of the brothers and then his, obviously. Um, what do you think you learned about them that you didn't know from the beginning of the process? That her family was a huge influence uh, into who she is today. Um, they have her mom, you know, her dad didn't get to finish school because, you know, of financial reasons and things like that. But he worked really hard to make sure that they got through. And um, it was a household of, you know, you are to be heard and you are seen at the same time. You know, um, they made sure that they had a voice. And I think that instilled so much confidence in them. And they, they talked. They really talked. And I know that's like, it seems like it's not a big deal, but nowadays we don't talk about things in the household. We're all on our phones, you know, but they really spoke about life, you know, and things that are going on. And her dad was involved in pol the politics and, and things like that in Chicago. So um, they, were, they were given like the biggest gift ever, you know, and, and I think that's self-esteem and confidence and, and, and realizing that, the, that their voice matters. Yeah. You know? How about you, sir? Was it, did anything sort of surprise you from digging down and getting to know him? Nothing sort of, uh, nothing surprised me, uh, per se, but I was reminded of how active he is and was, mm -hmm. just the amount of things that he did from a childhood, just moving around to Indonesia, to Hawaii, to, uh, and then going to Occidental College, then to New York, and then to Chicago. And I think that's something that he and Michelle do share that with her family, with her upbringing, and they were talking and they were active and doing and, and piano lessons and French lessons and just doing something all the time. I can't picture either one of them laying on the couch doing nothing, yeah. you know? No. And so it reminded me of just how active this person is. And I think even in the film, Rich did a great job where the first time you see him, he's reading a book, you know, he's always, yeah. always active intellectually. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. It, my research reminded me of that. Yeah, definitely. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right, so let's go into, into the date, you know, the juicy first date. We've seen, you know, like the before sunrise kind of thing with the lovers, on, but never with a future first family. Um, everyone knows they went and saw Do the Right Thing. Like, I, I, when I read that, I thought it was cool. It's almost sort of like fate that 20, exactly 20 years after that movie came out, it was 89, right? Yeah, 1989, the number, another summer, sound of the fucking drummer. That's how the movie starts. So then it's 20 years later for the inauguration. I mean, it's, it, do you, do you, does it seem like sort of like a fatalistic thing in the timeline for you? Or what do you think they took from the movie? 
There's a lot in that movie. <laughs> um, like I think Parker said, being active and aware. And I think during that time, they were both up against a lot, and especially Michelle in a huge, one surrounded by men, one surrounded by mostly white men, and being a black woman coming from Harvard, Yale, and probably being one of the only ones. Um, so I think during that time, like she even says it, she, you know, in the movie, coming, she feels like she's coming from planet black, landing on planet white, and, you know, there's a lot of separation, and I think they wanted to kind of bring things together. They wanted to make a difference. Um, so I think it, I think that movie probably affected the way they see things, you know, and um, culturally, and, and I don't, I don't know. I think that that's all I got for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, take me just working with with the director with Richard. Um, I know there's there's one shot where you're sort of in a silhouette and it almost you know it strips away your guys' facial features and it literally looks like them. I saw some crazy cool choices for him, but you know what was it like working with him? Rich is um, he's yeah consummate professional and a terrific writer, and he t he knew the script and everything he wanted to do and what he wanted wanted to accomplish backwards and forwards. And when somebody is so prepared and so on the ball, you can't help but rise to, to their level. And I think we all try to do that. Everybody on, on set, not just, not just the cast, but the crew, everybody wanted to bring this vision to life. Um, I'd definitely work with them again. It was a great experience. <laughs> definitely. I mean, we're, we're in an insanely heated political campaign season and to have this movie sort of coming out at the same time um yeah obviously we're a news station so we got republican listeners democrat yeah. listeners whatever but i think the one thing that at least hopefully everyone even though they don't all agree on policy all the time that everyone can agree on is like they're just a really great little family you know it's yeah. it's a crazy great dad she's a great mom they have two beautiful successful little girls you know yeah. what do you think this this movie arriving at at this time and just before the election in the heat of all this to see that these two were two people that just fell in love and, and you know, the, the family side. Yeah, I think at the heart of it, it's all about love, to be honest. So if you've ever fallen in love, or you're in love, or fell out of love, or it's just the beginning of a story. And even if you take them out, people have replaced, like, I, we've had people say, this reminds me of my wife and I, or this reminds me of my boyfriend and I, you know. Um, that's, that's the great thing about the storytelling, that Rich wrote such a great script that, you know, they can associate themselves and, and take these two out of it if they need it to. But like, at the end of the day, I think it's just about a girl and a boy getting to know each other, figuring it out and figuring themselves out at the same time and, and, and coming to a conclusion to maybe be together. <laughs> Obviously, we know that they, that happens, but there's a suspense in it. And I think it's just a good story, and I don't think you have to be a, a Democrat or a Republican, whatever. You don't have to. You have to. You don't have to have any affiliation. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like it's a love story. Has the first family seen it? Do we know? Have they seen the movie yet? No. Do we I haven't heard anything they about? They okay. Have. You guys haven't met them yet or anything yet? No. no. Oh, okay. No. Are you? If you do get the chance of, um, you know, last question. If you do get the chance of them ever seeing it and they meet you, what do you think you would uh, will tell them? Um, no, honestly, I mean, without, without being cheeky, I suppose, thank you for, I, I would thank them for their service and thank them for, um, for sharing their lives with us, just, and inspiring future generations. And I think that's also how I view the film coming out in, 
and this heated political climate mm -hmm. is that it's a reminder of both parties, any party, uh, at, the, at the base of it, every, it's the classic American narrative, love, ambition, build something together. And I think over the, the, the course of this film, you see that two people fall in love, they realize they're both ambitious, and they think, we could build something together, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for that, I would, I would thank them for, for illustrating that in, on the world stage, uh, yeah, for now and for history. Definitely. Thanks so much, guys. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.